0: Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Self-sufficiency, self-sustainability, self-reliance. What does this mean? Welcome to episode number 60. And as you know, you and I, we have a talk every five episodes and today we're talking about how to maintain yourself and how relevant is that right now? At the time of this recording, it is late July, year 2020, and we are in the middle of a pandemic. Pandemics don't happen very often, once every hundred years. Now don't get a pandemic confused with an epidemic. Pandemic is when the whole world is vulnerable to a virus. An epidemic is when, you know, a a smaller area, like a city or a state. What's happening right now is that this virus, COVID-19, has become a catalyst to other things to other concerns you see we've been living inside of a financial bubble in the United States I can't speak for other countries but in the United States the last 20 maybe even 30 years I'm not an expert on it we've been borrowing money a lot of it a lot of it And we don't have the gold to back it up on top of it. It's fiat money. <laughs> so we've been in this bubble and we saw what happened 12 years ago with the real estate market. And now we're on the verge of that happening again, but times 10 because people are out of work and small businesses are going down the tube. (laughs) Think about it. Pretty much any business that has to do with people coming together inside is essentially going to go extinct. I mean, there's a high chance. We're talking movie theaters. We're talking restaurants. We're talking bowling alleys. We're talking wellness centers. Anywhere where 10 or more people come together inside. This virus is going to be a catalyst to those businesses going down the tubes. Yeah, a restaurant may survive by doing takeout. Or having people dine outside, but inside, or movie theaters may even survive by doing, you know, drive through style, where people sit in their car. Concerts might be people in their car. But this is the new normal. Indoor activities are a no no, especially with 10 people or more. The economy is going to crash. It's almost a guarantee. About a month ago, I was saying, ah, it's 50-50. Now, I'd say it's 70-30. I'd say there's a 70% chance our whole economic system in the United States of America is going to collapse. That will happen in 2021. Not 2020. Not 2020. There's still a lot more time left. Of businesses going down the crapper. People being unemployed. Inflation. Is going to come into effect. So that can of beans. That's one dollar. One dollar might end up being $10. So how do you buy a can of beans for $10 when you're unemployed? And even if you have money, how much food can you buy with it being so inflated? That means there's going to end up being a black market. This all relates to a lifestyle change. Everyone, every American citizen would be forced into a lifestyle change. And of course, violence will go through the roof. Carjackings will go through the roof. Home invasions will go through the roof. Muggings will go through the roof. Homelessness will go through the roof. (laughs) Don't be scared. This is the material world, remember? If you've been listening to this podcast, this is the game, baby. (laughs) This is it. This is the Maya, the illusion, the dream. You're inside of a video game, but the fun and the challenge is to win the game. Keep surviving. So you you have to keep your mentality good. You have to keep your mentality proper. You have to have inner peace. This isn't supposed to give you an anxiety attack. This is a test. This is a challenge. This is why I make this podcast. Are you listening? Have you listened to the first 12 episodes? Which is the inner peace practice that I laid out for you so you can develop yourself? If not, when this episode's over, go back. Listen to 1 through 12. (laughs) All these episodes where I'm interviewing people, right? I've had scientists... I've had self-realized gurus and spiritual masters. I've had, you know, mental health counselors. I've had all these amazing guests. But these guests are really to reinforce what was in episodes 1 through 12. Think about it. So what do we do about this economic collapse that very well could be around the corner in 2021 or, or 2022, but somewhere in there, somewhere in the next year or two? Well, obviously, first and foremost, you need your inner peace. First and foremost, do the meditation album. Do the meditations I gave you. Relax. Listen to this podcast laying down instead of while you're on a walk. Relax. Put the inner peace practice into your daily life. The second thing is you have to be healthy. And that's my other work. You know? Whether you want to follow what I've put out the last 10 years with my books and videos, etc. Or you want to find someone else, Whatever. You need to get on some fruits and vegetables. You need to increase your health, increase your immune system. You do not want to be unhealthy over these next two to three years. That would be the worst situation. So put down the soda, put down the candy bars, put down the junk food, stop eating the fried chicken and the pizza and the calzones. Stop. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, just get with the program. Get some exercise, do some push-ups, just get healthy. Make sure you got vitamin C, vitamin K, just get healthy. That's part of self-reliability, self-sustainability, self-reliance. That you're healthy enough that you don't have to go back and forth to the doctor. Or back and forth to CVS to get prescriptions. And next is becoming self-sufficient at home. Okay? Let me tell you something. If you have a backyard and you have a basement you have a major advantage over those that do not those that do not have a backyard or a basement and or are unhealthy are like going into a boxing match with only one arm it's a major disadvantage why do we need a backyard well You can grow food. This is a main reason why I got into gardening a few months ago. And I'm learning. And I plan on mastering it. I plan on being a master gardener in a few years. I got a backyard, I can grow food. That's a skill that is so valuable. If you have a backyard, you need to get on that, in my opinion. You can also collect rainwater. Learn how to do that so you have some water on hand. You don't have to rely on your city all the time. If you have a central air condition system, that central air conditioner also disposes and pumps out distilled water. I'm collecting distilled water right off the central air. (sighs) Look, you're paying to run the air conditioner anyway. You might as well take the water. You go on Amazon, buy a a barrel. I got a vinyl barrel for $40. It zips up. (laughs) It's cheap, but it works. Pop that hose right in there and start collecting air-conditioned water. And then that water goes into a bucket and I can go water the garden for essentially free. It's a repurposed water. You need to have an emergency shower. You can go on Amazon right now and get yourself either one of those backpacks where you fill it up with water and put it up high and then it's got a sprinkler that comes out. Like a hose Or you can You can just for A few bucks more You can get a A water pump That has a Shower head So you can put it in any Stagnant water And boom You can take a shower You can wash your hands You can wash dishes Why would you need that? Well Because Because If there's an economic crisis, the water companies aren't going to have employees like they do now. So your tap water, your city water, might get real nasty. It might start coming out a little dark, a little nasty. They'll start putting out warnings, be careful on drinking tap water. And then what do you do? You need water. You're probably thinking this would never happen in America. (laughs) It's happening. You know, you didn't think that people would be walking around wearing masks either. You didn't think that school would be shut down either. But it's happening. So what I'm saying essentially is you need to be able to camp right at home. You need water. That's step number one. You need water. You can start collecting your tap water now. If you can, you put them in glass. You put it in glass because glass, water and glass last forever. Water and plastic, you got about a two year shelf life and that might be even pushing it might be one year, because the plastic will leach into the water. What else? Well, after water comes food, right? You need food. It's not a doomsday scenario, all right? Society isn't going to turn into Mad Max or Book of Eli. Your city still runs after an economic collapse or during. It's just different. It's just a different lifestyle. Food, as I said, is going to get inflated. So it's going to become very scarce. Not to mention the food supply could break. It's already happening with meat. If you're a meat eater, it's already happening. With your chicken and your cow and all that. So you want to have lots of food. And like I said, it's not a doomsday scenario, so you don't have to have, you know, MREs and, you know, a ton of dehydrated food that, you know, you add water to. I mean, some of that's cool. That's super emergency. But what you really want to do with food is you want to collect food that you already eat and you want to create an inventory. And this is why I say, this is why I say a basement is key. Because you can store all of this in your basement. So let's just say that you and your family eat um, a lot of, let's say, hamburger helper. That's your thing, hamburger helper. Well, if that's one of your comfort foods and that's one of your meals that you like, Then you need to stock up on it. You need to have a ton of it in your pantry or emergency section in your basement. Let's just say you have 10 boxes. And then when you go shopping, you buy three boxes. And it keeps cycling in an inventory. When inflation hits and or the food supply breaks, you're always going to have 10 boxes of Hamburger Helper on hand. Obviously, that'll only be 10 meals or 20 meals or whatever it is. So if you have more money, then you can do more. You can do 50 boxes. One of the key foods to get, whether you eat it or not, is dry Rice, dry beans, and dry lentils. I say dry because they're usually in bigger containers and cans and boxes. And you can stock up on them. And they're fairly affordable. You can go get a 20-pound bag of rice right now. You go get three of them. Put them in storage and start eating them. And like I said, you create an inventory. So you eat, 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 you're done. Then you go into the inventory and you keep buying and you keep cycling. You never want to be at the point where you know this last plate of food is it for that particular kind. Right? You don't want some lentils on your plate. And while you're eating, you're like, oh man. Yeah, that's it. After this, I have no more lentils. No. No, no. You have to have inventory. <laughs> you need to stock up. And dry rice, dry lentils, dry beans are perfect. It takes longer to cook than boxes and cans. But they will last longer and you can buy them in bulk stock up and if you got a backyard start growing start growing and what do you want to grow look you can grow kale and spinach and lettuce but that's not going to get you far if you have the space then grow those too But what you really want to be growing is high-density calorie food. I'm talking potatoes, carrots, corn, melons, squash, legumes, beans. That's it right there. Beets and radishes are great because you get the greens. You get two for one. You get the root vegetable and the green. So, and potatoes, by the way, are very easy to grow. Because you can grow them right from the potato. My potatoes are growing like wildfire right now. They take about 12 weeks. Potatoes are a big time survival food. But you want to stay healthy, so don't fry them. Once they're done, <laughs> steam them, boil them. Don't get crazy with, you know, making it unhealthy. Remember, you have to stay healthy. Mm, it's probably important to note also if you're going to garden, you need to stock up on seeds, lots of them. Spend two, three, four, five hundred dollars on seeds. Get as many crops as you can. Get plastic containers to hold them in. Organize them. Keep them in your basement nice and cool in a dark space. These seeds could be your food source for the next 10 years. Then there's the finances. Finances is something that... um. I'm no expert on. But I will tell you that gold and silver are the main sources of money. Even if the dollar collapses, gold and silver will still be useful. So obviously, if you have money to spend, you go get gold and you go get silver. You don't necessarily, you don't want to go get big clunks of it right like you don't want you know a big brick of gold because then what do you do with it when you only need to spend ten dollars but the big brick of gold is worth five thousand dollars how do you break it off and you don't have the tools to do it so you want gold and silver coins and you know Even a necklace that has links that you can take out. You might have to use gold links to buy your food. I also want to point something out that I probably should have said 10 minutes ago. This scenario is not science fiction. It's not fiction, okay? This happened in Argentina in the year 2001. And it happened in Venezuela just a few years ago And it's still happening Okay This happens And so You know there's books that you can read And there's YouTube videos And I'm going to try to get a guest on the podcast That has been through this And can, can talk about it more But it has happened. If you think that you know going to buy cans of tuna and beans with gold and silver is crazy, no, it's happened. And it will happen again if we continue down the same path we're going right now. The government wants to, obviously they're going to, Either they're going to extend unemployment, they're going to give stimulus checks. That's borrowed money. Think about it. Think about it on an individual level. If you kept borrowing money from a bank, what would happen if you can't pay it back? (laughs) They're going to come take your house and your car, and if you were dealing with a mafia... What would they do? They would come break your legs, they would threaten your children. So think about it on a world level. The World Banks, the Federal Reserve. They're gonna come they're gonna have to come to the United States and break their legs. This is not gonna be pretty. And believe me when I tell you, I hope it doesn't happen. But it's reality. It really is. If you live in an apartment, you're at a disadvantage. If you live in a condo with no backyard, no basement, you're at a disadvantage. If you're unhealthy, you're at a disadvantage. You can start having situational awareness about all this. If you live in an apartment, but your mom and dad live in a house, you may want to think about moving in with them. I'm serious. You need a backyard. You got to even the playing field. Start growing some food. Start collecting rainwater. You need more, a little more space to stock up food inventory. Before we move on to the other stuff, let's stay with finances for a second, because there's also the factor of making money, (laughs) right? Like I said, this isn't gonna turn into Mad Max or Book of Eli. This is society still running under new situation, new lifestyle. You still need to make money to pay your rent, to pay your mortgage to pay for food, etc. So, here's the thing. If you can make money at home on your computer, you're gold. That is super ideal. The online teacher is going to go through the roof. Um the people that are already making money off their podcasts or you know they're selling items or they're an Instagram star and they're doing this and that or they're a YouTuber and they're getting money off their streams they're going to be good they're going to be good Of course there's essential workers as well you got the police the firemen the physicians The nurses, insurance probably as well. So they're good too. The only difference with them is they have to leave. So if society gets violent, they have to drive out into that. And let me tell you, in Argentina, back in 2001, 2002, it was so violent (laughs) that government changed the traffic lights to yellow because nobody was stopping at the traffic lights anyway because carjackings were through the roof. You have a less likely chance of being carjacked if you don't stop. (laughs) Sounds nuts, but it happened. So we have to make money too to maintain our homestead, to maintain everything that I'm telling you. And if you can do it online, gold. That's just super good. Power is another thing that we should talk about. The power may go out more if we have a financial collapse. Kind of like the water companies I mentioned. Same situation. Not enough employees to hold it down. So, I know in Argentina, the power would go out often. And it would stay out for two, three, sometimes a week. Two, three days to a week, right? So just imagine that. Your power goes out like once or twice a month for three days. It's a big annoyance. I mean, it's, it's, we get flustered when we lose Wi-Fi. Never mind the, you know, all power in your neighborhood. A blackout. So you need to be able to manage that. And the key word there is batteries. 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 Stock up on AA. AAA batteries. And get yourself a little solar rechargeable unit. So you can recharge the AA and AAA batteries. Or D batteries if you need them. Then you go get... Battery-operated lanterns, so you have light. Battery-operated fans, so you can keep yourself cool if it happens in July. And whatever else you can think of. So you can charge your cell phone, keep your laptop going. You can listen to this podcast, right? Of course, they make solar generators now, which is basically a big battery. They're pricey. You get a big one. For like 500 bucks. If you got the money to spend. I would do it. If you don't. Then just rely on your AA and AAA batteries. Because a regular generator. You know a gas generator. Obviously you need gas. And you might run out of that. And secondly. You're letting everyone know. That you have a generator. And thirdly. You have to keep your garage open. Security. If you're running a gas generator, you're letting the bad guys know, Hey, I'm here. I got a gas generator. (laughs) Now that you have all this stuff and you've created a little homestead, a little self-sufficient homestead, now there's going to be a demographic of people that want to take it from you. Because the new lifestyle change in an economic collapse is a dog-eat-dog society. So you're going to have people that are desperate. They need food. They need water. They need money. They need gold, silver, etc. So they're going to come to you. So. You're going to have the desperate people and you're going to have the career criminals. The career criminals are the ones you really have to watch out for. Because they'll be organized and strategic. So the first thing you probably think of for security is guns, but not so fast. Most people don't know how to use a gun I wouldn't suggest getting a gun unless you're trained in a gun. Because that could turn around on you real fast. Like the bad guy just takes it out of your hand because you you can't pull the trigger or, or you don't know what you're doing with it. And now the bad guy has the gun. And boom, you're in trouble. So don't get a gun unless you're ready to get a gun. Kind of the same thing with a knife. Although a Swiss Army knife... Or a small knife is good to have for a tool. Not so much a weapon, but a tool. So you know what you can do is first of all, if you have a backyard, make sure make sure it's fenced. defense, fence, right? You can shatter proof your windows. You can buy that right on Amazon. Put them on your windows, so it's tremendously hard for people to break into your windows. You can go get one of those doorbells, like Nest or Ring, that has the you know the video on the cloud. You can do that. Uh, if you, if you don't have the money to to get an all out security system like ADT or simply say for one of those you know because the career criminal doesn't want to get caught so when they see that there's cameras they don't you know they, they might move on to the next house a desperate person that's hungry may not care about the cameras they might be coming in no matter what obviously things like baseball bats small baseball bats like t-ball bats you don't want a big baseball bat because again bad guy will just take it right from you because it's too long you can grab the end take one hit and just psh, take it from you. <laughs> you want smaller like a baton you know but pepper sprays is a big a big thing. You'd be surprised it's it's like a gun that isn't gonna kill someone you know So I think I think pepper spray and or bear spray is must-have. Must have um, for everyone in the house, like everyone, every bedroom in the house should have it. you should have it in your in your family room, you know in a drawer somewhere, Tell your kids to stay away from it, you know you could also think about paintball guns. if you already play paintball, then you you know the deal but you could go get a paintball gun and just scare the snot out of someone <laughs> and, and you know, you're not going to, uh, you know, I mean, you could shoot them and get paint on them so that they're, and then call the cops and be like, there's a guy down the street, I just shot him with a paintball gun. He, he's full of yellow and pink, <laughs> you know? You, you just have to hope that it's it's not a career criminal that's going to be like, yeah, you got a paintball gun in your hand, you know? An air horn is a little cool thing to have because you hit that thing, the whole neighborhood is going to hear it. That's like an alarm for the whole neighborhood. You get yourself an air horn. <laughs> Those are good to have. But most importantly, you want to make your house You want to make your home so that nobody wants to break in. That's the key. This is where the career criminals come in. Because the career criminal is going to look for a home that is a sheep. But if you make your home a lion, they're going to look at it and say, No, let's go to the next one. Skip that one. So, you know, beware of dog signs, even if you don't have a dog. Beware of dog signs. You know, maybe a sign that you respect the Second Amendment or um, a sign that says, you know, you're being recorded. Just make your home a lion and not a sheep. That's all if you are good with guns or you're learning to become good with guns then you want to make sure you have a a tactical vest a bulletproof vest because what's the point in being a gun owner without a bulletproof vest seriously think about that for a second if it's going down (laughs) wouldn't it make sense to get out of your bed go to your closet put on a vest then grab the gun and go downstairs versus just grabbing the gun and going downstairs in your underwear because the bulletproof vest will also stop a knife I mean obviously not on your face or your arms but you know you're just protecting yourself not to mention if it's not super dark the criminal is going to see you with a vest on and they're going to know you mean business <laughs> and they're going to say that's a lion that's not a sheep the other factor is hand-to-hand combat now with the pandemic going on it's a lot more difficult to go take classes and get trained but certainly you can bring up youtube videos and start looking at you know how do you f- how do you defend against someone with a knife how do you take a gun out of someone's hands and where do you hit them where do you hit them to win in a fight you're not looking to stun somebody you're not looking to like break their nose you're looking to bring them to the ground and make it so that either you can run away or you know you're calling the police you can tie them up and have them ready for when the police come. You need to defend yourself in hand-to-hand combat. It's a thing. It's it's a major thing that might be more important than a gun. Hopefully you'll never have to be in any of these situations. The other thing that I need to mention that I haven't mentioned yet is medical supplies. You got to have a nice medicine cabinet. Right? you got to have antibiotics, okay? There are herbs that you can get that are anti-infection, antibiotic, okay? You stock up on those just in case. Because if you have an infection, you might not be able to get to your doctor to get a prescription. Obviously, you're going to need Band-Aids, And bandages, like the bigger ones. Um, Vaseline. You know, petroleum jelly is very multi-useful. Great for a wound. Great for chapped lips. Great for starting a fire. A whole bunch of uses. Some cotton balls. Some apple cider vinegar is great for wounds. Great for your skin. Great for a stomach ache. Ginger and garlic, huge, huge. Get some stock up on ginger tea. Ginger is great for stomach aches. It's great for increasing circulation. It's anti-inflammatory. Get some garlic capsules, which is also good for infection. Great for bringing down blood pressure. If you're on prescriptions now, you want to do your best to stack up. Uh, They're usually against you stacking up, but maybe there's a loophole that you can find. Uh, Baking soda is big. Baking soda is good for putting out fires. Baking soda is good for cleaning your clothes. Baking soda is good for an upset stomach. Mm. Something that I didn't mention earlier with the food is getting a freezer if you have the money to spend go spend two three hundred hours on a, a freezer chest and you can stack up on frozen vegetables frozen fruit huge you know I'm a big fruit advocate a big fruit eater and let me tell you frozen blueberries and frozen mangoes frozen pineapples they go down you know it's calories it's healthy sugar keep you going obviously you also use the freezer to stock up on you know your garden leftovers because you might harvest a bunch of food that you know you're not going to eat inside the season so you want to freeze it also canning learning how to can you know you can go on youtube and learn that You know, taking all the leftover food that you're growing, especially where I am in the Northeast, we have winter. So I'm obviously not growing food in the winter. So I, I can can my food that I grow. I can freeze my food that I grow. And I can have food all the way through the winter. Another good thing to have is books. Have yourself a little library, a bunch of books, because if you lose power... You're not going to have your internet. You're not going to have your TV, okay? You might not be able to listen to this podcast. You got to read books. And of course, meditation. Huge, huge. Like I told you back on the two types of meditation episode. Episode 55, right? There's guided meditation, which is what I'm doing for you. On Spotify and Apple and YouTube and then there's Zazen which is when you don't have any distraction so you use the guided meditations that I'm giving you now in order to convert yourself to Zazen and if you lose power Zazen is gonna come in it's gonna come in great use you're gonna need Zazen meditation Self-sufficiency, my friend. You got to become self-sufficient. And what's the harm in becoming self-sufficient even if an economic collapse doesn't happen? No big deal. You developed yourself. You're ready for a potential hurricane, tornado, or earthquake, right? So it's not like You're going to spend a ton of money and spend a bunch of time on something that won't be useful. We all should be prepared anyway. It's called emergency prep. It's just usually doomsdayers, emergency preppers, they're usually focused on either bugging out, which is grabbing a go bag and getting in a bug out vehicle and going to a bug out location. That's money right there. People usually don't have the money for that. Or the gall. (laughs) And then the other thing people usually think about is a bunker of some kind. You know, spending the money to create a bunker or a cabin in the woods and you go to it. Hey, if you got the money, these are good to do. But most people don't. You need to focus on where you live now. To make your home self-sustainable. To make yourself self-sustainable. And then be able to protect it. So two, so one day when two or three guys go hunting, so to speak, you're not the hunted. That's it. That's all. This is part of inner peace. Some of you might be like, why is this even on this podcast? This is part of inner peace. Preparation. And you can still stay in the present moment. You're preparing for something. Think about back when you were in high school or college and you had to study for a test. The test is on Friday, but you're studying on Monday. That's preparation. Preparation but you're still in the present moment while you're studying. And this is no different. You're studying for a test. Stay in the present moment. Think of it as your seva, right? That's the Eastern term for service. This is your service. Stay in the moment. It's a practice. Become self-sustainable So you don't need as much government You don't need your town, your city Your policemen, your firemen all the time I mean you might need them here and there But you want to become self-sufficient And healthy And peaceful You got it? There's some great episodes coming up I hope that you've been using the Meditation Album, which again is on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. It's on YouTube. I'm also transferring this podcast to YouTube as we speak. It will be, you know, two months behind, two, three months behind where we're at. So this is episode 60. So on YouTube, you know, episode like five is coming out. <laughs> so, but it will be on YouTube. And I hope that helps some people because a lot of people don't know how to use the Spotify and the Apple and all that. I'm also putting reminder videos on YouTube so you can take a moment and be reminded. They're easy, like 30 seconds. And I'm working on the Patreon page so I can help you become. A peace walker. Please share. Share this podcast with whoever needs to hear it. I'm ready to double down. And go to marathon. On the inner peace podcast. But I need your help. So... If you're looking for me, find me on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, or of course, DrReese.com. That's Dr. spelled out. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.